Hi folks, Chocolate Yoda here, spelled Y-O-D-D-A-H, because film studios are litigious. I guess it's technically Monday morning, but I'm going to talk about Sunday night, because I'm, uh, I'm kind of fascinated by what I heard tonight on Wisdom. I guess maybe because it was Sunday, a lot of people talking about the Bible and God and stuff, and that's cool. Whatever gets you through the night, as I always say, why not? And um, in this particular case tonight, well, I heard someone mention uh, Moses and leading the Israelites out of Egypt. You know, this story uh, is one that I refer to as one of the Bible's greatest hits because Pretty much, it's always discussed. Every preacher talks about it. Every time you go to church on Sunday, you know, if you go every week, you'll hear these references come up over and over again. And um, it it got me to thinking. And again, this is uh, in no way, shape, or form intended to disabuse anyone of their beliefs. Whatever you got to do to make yourself comfortable and happy and get through life, I'm all for it. And I get it. You know, death is uh, pretty much terrifying for everybody. No one wants to think about dying. And um, even worse, ending. I think ending is part of the big problem that people have, right? So it's not just dying. It's just, you know, ending. It's all done. Right. So these stories exist, and one of the most consistent aspects of uh, these stories, and this is pretty much most religions, is the story of the afterlife. So, you know, not just going someplace, but sort of, and, and I love how it's named too. It's there's life. And there's afterlife, so there's a new chapter to look forward to, and that comforts people, and why not? Why not? I totally get that. Um, but again, back to the story of Moses, it got me thinking of anthropology. You know, those people that uh, dig up fossils and look to the past to figure out something, what I don't know, but they're trying to figure something out, and um, the fossil records tell a story. Whether we know exactly what that story is, that's to be determined, I suppose, but it does tell a story. So, how that relates to Moses. I went online and asked a simple question, or at least what I thought was a simple question, which is... How many people did Moses lead out of Egypt and through the desert? The answers varied widely. The smallest number that I saw was 5,500. The biggest number I saw was 2.2 million. So, I guess uh, so much for expertise on the Bible. Um, some people say those numbers are from the Bible. Some people are just going by population size and extrapolating and all this other stuff. But just to be fair, 
I'm going to take the lowest number that I saw, 5,500. And the reason I'm willing to take that number is because of the aftermath of the last ice age, the one that ended, you know, roughly 12,000 years ago. Like, I think it's like 11,700 years ago, something like that. Reportedly, they're, you know, the, the best of people's calculations. It's, and again, it's hard to get consensus on this, but there's some, there were somewhere between 2,000 and 8,000 Homo sapiens survivors. And um, a lot of the other hominids did not uh, survive, which is kind of interesting. Might have been the big brain thing, but somewhere between two and eight thousand. And why is that number significant? Because there are fossil records that, again, tell a story. Getting down into the ice core, looking at thousands of years ago, I think the ice core goes back something like 600,000 years. And so, again, that tells a story because you can reach back into the past essentially through data. And again, I'm not smart enough to understand how they come to the conclusions that they come to, but there are experts out there that are reaching these conclusions. So I think that that is valuable to a certain extent. So since we have fossil records of the survivors of the last ice age, and that was, again, roughly 12,000 years ago, my question regarding the, what I call the adult fairy tale of Moses, is where are the bones? 5,500 people, smallest number that I, that I saw. It was a quick search. I just wanted to get a feel. But again, very, very wide disparity between the smallest number and the highest number. That notwithstanding, where are the bones? Where are the fossil records of people who wandered around the desert for 40 years? Because even a group as small as 5,500, first of all, obviously they wouldn't stay a group of 5,500 in 40 years. There would be people who died and then people who were born. Now, right now, the ratio of births to deaths is for every five deaths, there are eight births. That's why the population is growing. So some people were born, some people died. And again, this is roughly 2,000 years ago, right? We got bones going back 65 million years. And we know that there are human remains from 12,000 years ago and even older than that. So this set of events that took place, again, and I suppose I could have looked this up to see roughly what were the years that were represented by this story of Moses, but I don't know. So let's just say again, going by the calendar, the Catholics won on the, on the debate about the calendar, right? Because it's B.C. and A.D. So going by that, going by the calendar... Uh, these events took place, let's just say, out of generosity, somewhere between 2,000 years and 3,000 years ago. I'm guessing it's a narrower band than that, maybe 
2,000 to 2,200 years ago. But again, just to be generous and conservative, let's say two to 3,000 years. Where are the bones? Because here's what 5,500 people do every day for 40 years and some things that they don't do every day. But every day, 5,500 people eat. And that means they're killing animals for food because we know, based on historical record, that meat eating was a thing back then. So they would kill animals, uh, which means that they would have to keep those animals alive. So they'd have to gather food for the animals that they were going to kill. They'd have to uh, gather food for themselves as well. So they'd gather food for the animals, they'd gather food for themselves, and they'd have to find fresh water to drink, which I think in the desert would be a little challenging, but, you know, humans are rather clever. So let's say they, they found water to keep themselves alive, and they'd also um, defecate, right? Maybe not every day. Some people are not quite uh, regular, but roughly every day. So they'd eat every day, they'd defecate every day. As I mentioned, people would die. More people would be born. So I'd, I'd be interested in doing a calculation of how much the population likely grew from 5,500 in a 40-year span. I have no idea what that's about. I'd have to look that up. But we can assume again, based on the ratio now of for every five deaths, there's eight births, that their population also grew under the same circumstances of people uh, dying and people being born. And all of this, all of this activity, eating, defecating, feeding animals, slaughtering animals for food, uh, death, life, all of these activities leave clues. And, and again, they were traveling through the desert for 40 years. So I'll ask the question again, where are the bones? And maybe someone has an answer to that. Maybe someone doesn't. I'm going to look into this more because I'm interested in learning that. Because again, to me, and only to me, in my opinion, the Bible is a book of fairy tales, and they are fairy tales aimed at adults. Now, that is not the same as my saying that I think the Bible is useless. Um, I would be the first to tell you that I don't think it is. Um, I remember when I bought my first Bible, I was 23 years old, and I read as much of the Old Testament as I could. It was really boring. This one begat that one and blah, blah, blah. Um, some interesting stories in there, mostly about murder and mayhem and, you know, daughters raping their father and stuff and all this wild stuff. That's the story of Lot. Oh, by the way, if you want a real humdinger, uh, definitely read the story of Lot. Read the, read the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, where angels came and the... Uh, the villagers wanted to uh, assault, sexually assault the angels. And uh, dad was like, no, take my daughters instead. Oh, there's some great stories in the Bible. But 
you know, there are great parts of the Bible. I mean, I would say if I had to choose one, because I mean, most of the Bible didn't impress me, but the Sermon on the Mount is something that I love. That actually moved me. It moved me emotionally when I, when I first read it, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. The sparrows in the fields give no thought to the morrow and blah, 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 stuff like that. Like it was just really beautiful to me. So again, even though I, I say by and large, it's a book of adult fairy tales. That doesn't mean I think the Bible is useless. But if people want to proclaim that it's a historical record, then again, my question comes back to where are the bones? Where are the bones? You know, like you want to talk about Noah's Ark. You want to talk about all these things. Oh, yeah, there were there was a flood, though. Yeah, there's always floods. You know, big deal. But where are the historical records? Because, again, you've got um, cultures that were thousands of years older than the culture of the Middle East. And they kept records. You had the Romans. The Romans were legendary for their record keeping. They wrote about everything. If some farmer had a new cow, they, they wrote about it. Like, they kept track of everything. So where is the historical record of all of these things that were talked about in the Bible? I can't find any correlation, at least any direct correlation. Now, I don't claim to be a Bible scholar. I haven't poured over all of it. I've read some stories. There are some stories that are quite fascinating, some that are quite disturbing. But, you know, I wanted to learn. I wanted to understand what people were talking about. And I, and I quite honestly wanted to make sure that when I gave my opinion about the Bible, especially if I was debating someone, that I understood the source material. And a funny thing happened on the way to my securing the information that I needed for debates. I started to quickly realize that the people who were debating me about the Bible generally had not read it. Now, I cannot cast a wide net about this issue. I can only talk about the people that I've encountered. Most of the people who I've encountered who say that they're into their religion have not read the source material. Why? Because there's usually somebody standing in front of the room telling them about it. Again, the Bible's greatest hits, you know, Adam and Eve, Noah's Ark, Moses, Jonah and the Whale, Lot, which is oof, a horrible story, but I mean, Noah's Ark's a horrible story too. I would invite you to go to any source that counts population size. They have a backward, what would they call it, a extrapolation or reverse extrapolation? I'm not sure what, what you would call that, but they can go back just based on what the population is now, and, and as the population grows, the, the growth accelerates, more people make more people, et cetera, et cetera. But there is a way to kind of figure out, and of course, some of these cultures kept census uh, information, but we know roughly, roughly, um, around 2,000 years ago, 
there was something between 100 million and 400 million people. So again, let's go with the low number just to be safe. So at the time that God uh, allegedly flooded the earth to murder everybody except a family of eight, he killed anywhere from 100 million to 400 million people. And even on the low side, 100 million people, that's a lot of people murdered just to make a point. You know, it's sort of like someone... Uh, upset that they're losing Monopoly and, and wiping the board clean. Except, instead of Monopoly pieces, there's men, women, and children being drowned. But that's just my imagination once again running away with me. <laughs> so, uh, I guess that's it. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. The story of Moses. As Joe Rogan once said, in a bit relating to biblical stories, it's got a lot of holes in it. All right, everybody. That's it. Peace, love, and granola. Talk to you soon. Ah!